So, good morning. Uh, it's Jonathan here on Attention Deficit. It's uh, day two of my new audio blog, and I must say I'm enjoying it quite a lot. Thank you to those of you that have followed me uh, and have listened. I uh, managed to make it all the way through, and I think we're up to uh, three followers, which is fantastic, because actually I only have one friend. So that's a um, 300% increase in my sociability. Of course, email me at me at jlsanchez.com. The Facebook page is Facebook slash jsanchezad. So... As you know, this is an audio blog mostly around the condition that is called attention deficit disorder, but I refer to it as attention deficit benefit because I think you get more of me for the money. I'm thinking about 3,000 things at a time. I can do 3,000 things. It's like I've got an imaginary extra four or five limbs on my body. And were I to damage any of those limbs, I would uh, obviously see my doctor, my friend the doctor, who I've seen this morning for coffee, looking very fresh and healthy, um, and is currently doing his laundry. That's the family life we live here at Jay Sanchez Attention Deficit. Now, last night, I was on... Skype to, I guess you could call her my inspiration, or um, I'm calling her my producer, Holly. Uh, I've known her for uh, about 20 years. She gave me my first job in PR, and um, she's fantastic, actually. She's really funny, very witty, incredibly clever, and is absolutely the person that helped me get where I am to today, apart from the bad stuff of today. The good stuff of today, she helped me get there. The bad stuff, I managed to do that all by myself. So, um... If you're listening, Holly, distant producer, um, you are also my inspiration because I know that in a piece of public relations material, you said that I was your inspiration, which I think is super kind, albeit slightly insane. So how do you retain sanity? Well, obviously, one of the medications that you take if you have attention deficit disorder or you can take is Ritalin. So you can choose between drugs like Concerta, uh, which is an extended release um, Ritalin or Ritalin or uh, Stratera, which is a non-stimulant. Or you can go to the American drugs, which are things like Vyvanse, which I have to tell you is fantastic, uh, or Adderall, which I'm not that keen on. But I tend to take Ritalin. I, t- I take a fair amount of Ritalin. And actually, Holly, my producer, tries to steal as much Ritalin from me as she can whenever she sees me because it makes her into a wonder woman. And that's the thing about these drugs. To people like us, they actually level us off. They take off the harsh edges. They take off the broken corners and make us smoother and calmer. But if you're not an actual official ADD person, those drugs are stimulants. They make you Wonder Woman. It's a bit like um, giving crystal meth to soldiers, which was true. That's what Hitler did in the Second World War. They gave crystal meth to soldiers. Off they went. They weren't obviously having chemsex parties and, and, and unproductive sex. What they were doing was exterminating Jews, which is a terrible tragedy. But he could get soldiers to go on and on and on and on for days and days and days by giving them stimulants. So for me, when I take a Ritalin, it actually calms me down. For Holly, my producer, it makes her healthily manic and able to deal with the things that she has in her life, which is a lot. Now, some of the other things that we have to deal with in our life is news coming through that Ireland is about to have its first openly gay prime minister, who I expect is probably in a relationship with a distant relative. Now, that's just a joke, and I'm allowed to say that because I am of Irish descent. My father is Irish. Um, is a bastard, uh, and I haven't seen him since I was four, but um, he is Irish. I think he's from Cork or somewhere. Um, He's a bit of a cock. And my first memory, actually, of him was the fact that he was in prison. 
And obviously you may have guessed that I'm someone with a slightly camp voice. And when I'm having friends over, or new friends, uh, and I get a bit annoyed and want people to leave, I start talking about how my father was a murderer. I don't actually think he murdered anybody, but I think he nearly did. Uh, and then my other, sort of like stepfather, he runs somebody over once, once he came out of a pub. So that's um, my family history. It's very nice. A fantastic mother, and then basically jailbait dads. Um, now, back to medication. So we take the Ritalin, we take other drugs. And last week, I was in hospital for a few days uh, having an operation to have a lump taken out of my arm, which was basically the size of a gnocchi. If you think about, if you're into Italian food, that's like a potato-based starch ball that you can cook and stir with cream, garlic, pasta and parsley. You wouldn't do that with the lump in my arm because that's a cyst. Uh, made of fat, but it was 2.5 centimetres by 1.5 centimetres. It was massive. It was almost like I had, like, my ex-twin brother that maybe I consumed in the womb. Do you know what I mean? Like, in those movies, like, I think there was a funny one with the actor, was it Michael Keaton, the second head, had to get ahead in advertising, and there were other probably more scary ones, especially in Thailand, where, you know, you see demon babies coming out of vaginas and all sorts of places. So... I had this operation, which I think probably was one of the funniest operations that the surgeon had because I was absolutely alert throughout the whole of it and continuously asking questions because I have attention deficit benefit. And at one point, I think I was asking so many questions that he got up, left my arm open, as it were, open wounds to turn on the radio and put on really loud music. Unbeknownst to him, I knew the songs that he was playing. So whilst he was scavenging around inside my flesh, pulling out this marble-sized lump of subterraneous fat, I was singing along to Room 39. Um, and I always think it's good to get on with your surgeon. And as soon as he'd finished, I was like, I'd like to take a picture. And stupidly, I said, do you mind if we go back up to the wards and get my camera? I've got a digital SLR. I can come downstairs and photograph. He's like, that's not quite how it works. What actually happens is they photograph it themselves next to a ruler. It's a bit like a crime scene photograph. And then actually he gave me a printout of that in an envelope. It's a bit like when you're at school and you get a school photo done and they would like pass you the pictures back in the envelope. So I have a beautiful picture of my gnocchi tumour. Anyway, biopsy results were good. Now here's something else that's good and that is um, online shopping, which I'm addicted to. And in uh, Singapore and Thailand, and I think possibly Malaysia, which is a very developed country, by the way, um, there is a brand called Lazada which I am utterly obsessed with. Now, this is only day two of my blog, and I'm an XPR guy, and I'm receiving nothing free from lazada.co.th at all. No endorsements, no money, no free gifts from lazada.co.th. But I'm obsessed with it, to the point where they do next-day delivery here in Kung Tet Mahanokan in Bangkok, next-day delivery. And they do next-day delivery almost up to same-day delivery. So if you're at attention deficit benefit like me, and you're awake at three in the morning you can do a search for what's available to be delivered within about six hours, which is ridiculous. And the way you do that is you just put like a period, like a, a full stop, and then search, and then you filter your search by same-day delivery. Um, I have bought possibly the most romantically beautiful telephone that I've fallen in love with in my life, which is an absolute rip-off of the iPhone 7. It's called the Nova N7. It carries the same chassis, and I'm someone that used to work on Jaguar cars, the same chassis as uh, the iPhone 7. And to all um, uninitiated people, it looks just like an iPhone 7. Until you try and use it, it's actually potentially fucking useless. It's a 3G-only phone, 2.4 gig wireless only, but it runs Android, Lollipop, KitKat, 
you know, crystal meth, whatever it is. It runs the latest version of Android, um, as long as you only run one application at a time. Um, but I love it because it was like $40, I think. And I ordered it at three in the morning and it came at about one in the afternoon. And it was a comedy phone because you would lay on a table and say, oh, you've got the iPhone 7 Plus with the two lenses. And then, and then you go, no, no, actually, it's the Nova N7. Um, it's great, though, because the battery lasts about three hours, the same as I do. Now, something that's lasted a lot longer than three hours, possibly 30 years, is this airport book thing I've talked about. I've, you may or may not know that I'm writing a book about service. I think service is the most important thing in life. I think it's more important than creativity, strategy, marketing, I think service. People remember service. Think about your last flight. Think about national service. Think about the hospital service. Think about the emergency services. Think about the service you received at Starbucks. That's what really gives you your view and position on the value of what you have, not the price, but the value of what you have. And service to me is really, really important. So I'm writing this book and as I'm writing, I'm realizing that I'm actually one of the worst customers on earth. I'm the guy that got so drunk on an Emirates flight in the bar at the back that I spilled an espresso coffee all over the white cream carpet and the cabin crew used stickers for Do Not Disturb and placed them all over my t-shirt in a smiley face because I'm that sort of dick. But talking of dicks, um, there is this whole thing about flags I've noticed here in, in the Asia or the Gaysia, which is this thing called positive patriotism. Now, as a British person, when I grew up, if you played the Union flag anywhere or hung it anywhere, it was seen as being slightly extremist, a little bit National Front, a little bit right wing. So we were not, we're not really a flag country. But when you come into Southeast Asia, it's like flag world. And especially Thailand. Thailand, they love the flag. It's everywhere. God bless Thailand. Rak Prater Thai. And I like that. I like countries that are proud of themselves, and but not proud of themselves to the point of being extremists. Do you know what I mean? So I like the fact that you can go through Malaysia and see the Malaysian flag. You see the Indonesian flag. Singaporeans are proud of their flag. Thais are proud of their flag. As a Brit, we were never really proud of our flag. We kind of hid it. If it hung outside a window, it was usually like a dirty council house. People that, you know, drank Maxwell House and had blue ribband, um, you know, um, chocolate snacks and would probably have a, you know... A, a Rottweiler and, you know, 17 children. And they were just, and that sounds terrible. and sounds really, really class-defining. But I am a working-class boy down good. I grew up in a council house. I know what it's like. Um, so you would never really show your flag. You never really come out as, as an English person, the Union flag. And I think that's disappointing. And I think a part of this Brexit that's going on, because I can't bear the fact that we have to name it Brexit because it's an excuse. It almost justifies what it is. It's like calling cancer you know, hot chocolate. Um, as a part of Brexit, we're seeing a real um, display of flags. We're seeing the fantastic, is it Macron or Macaroon uh, of France making a wonderful statement? Yes, Macaroon saying about, um, you know, let's make the world great again uh, and standing in front of the flag. Um, and I think for the first time in possibly 200 years, the American flag, the Star Spangled Banner, is probably at the same sort of love level as the Union flag was when I was a kid. I think it's possibly embarrassing to be American at the moment. It certainly is for most of my friends. But I would like to see more positive patriotism. I would like to see more flags in more countries. Not because I support the flag industry or I'm related to any textiles companies, lazada.co.eth, um, but because I think it's a nice thing to see. Um, and I think it's nice to see people that love what they do. And Holly, my producer in London, loves what she does. Uh, but so much so that today I've got to post her 10 missile to keep her awake. Now, technically, that's illegal, but it will give her superhuman powers. And I'm down with that.
So this was the first recording of today. We're just warming up, running at 11 minutes and 33 seconds. It's Jay Sanchez Attention Deficit, me at jlsanchez.com, no harm intended. Speak to you later.